I thank God this morning that we're in South Carolina again and not in California. And we'll trust the Lord for the brother there that has to lead a large church and make a large decision today as to what he's going to do in that very pagan and wicked state of California. Let's thank the Lord that he chose to put this church in South Carolina. Amen. Grace, mercy, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. He has made us. We are not our own. He has saved us. We are twice his. And he is coming again for us soon. Welcome to all those watching by live stream. We are Bible Christians here, so please turn, first of all today, to 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 19. 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 19. We have also a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto ye do well, that ye take heed, as unto a light that shineth in a dark place, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. 2 Peter 1.19. This is the word of the Lord to us this morning. We often, or usually, emphasize the first part of the verse. We have also a more sure word of prophecy, where Peter compared the Bible to be superior to hearing God's voice from heaven in the presence of Moses and Elijah and James and John. The third part of the verse, until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts, is when the day of eternity dawns at the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, and he, the day star, the son of righteousness, shines in our hearts in the fullest way, we will then have no need for further light, because we'll have it all. In between is what I want for this morning. In between are these words. Whereunto ye do well that ye take heed. Ye do well if you'll take heed to God's word. As unto a light, because it is a light that shineth in a dark place. We do well for ourselves by valuing the Bible. We are Bible Christians. We are not Christians that believe the Bible. There is no such thing as a real Christian without the Bible. Because without the Bible, you know nothing of Christ. There is no way to know Him or to learn of Him without the Bible. We are Bible Christians. We do well by valuing the Bible. David would put it this way in Psalm 19, that the Bible converts the soul. The Bible makes wise the simple. The Bible rejoices the heart. The Bible enlightens the eyes. It endures forever. It's true and righteous altogether. It warns us of trouble, and keeping it has great reward. Amen. James would add to that in James chapter 1 and verse 25, a doer of the word shall be blessed in his deed. There's great blessing and reward, protection, conversion, joy, in loving the Word of God. No wonder Jesus added, at the end of the parable of the sower, to his apostles and disciples, take heed, therefore, how 
ye hear. Take heed, therefore, how ye hear. Whereunto ye do well, that ye take heed. Take heed, therefore, how ye hear. What a divine library. What a divine library of 66 priceless volumes sitting on the shelves in which we get to enter. And taking one of those volumes off the shelf and sitting in a beautiful overstuffed leather chair beside the crackling fire, God comes to us by His Spirit and opens up the Word of God to us. What a precious privilege. What, how precious it is in value. We do not wear the Scriptures in phylacteries like the Jews did. And we don't kiss the Bible because our liturgy tells us to like the Catholics do. But I would kiss it in a second. I've kissed it at home, and I've kissed it in this assembly before. Because the Word of God is precious. It is a lamp to our feet and a light for our path, sent down from heaven, for us to be able to see clearly in a dark world. We are in dark times. The times now are darker than they were in the days of the apostles because the apostles said, Paul, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, that evil seducers shall wax worse and worse, deceiving and being deceived. There is a famine for God's words, like Amos chapter 8 prophesies, And like 2 Timothy 4 tells us, men have turned away their ears from the truth to be turned unto fables. And there is no light outside the Bible. Isaiah chapter 8 and verse 20 says, to the law and to the prophets, that's the Old Testament, terminology for the Old Testament, to the law and to the prophets, if they speak not according to this word, it is because there is no light in them. And they don't speak according to that word anymore, not even vaguely, for the most part, because there's no light in them. Hear me graciously and wisely. News today has no value. Only danger and risk. I don't care if that news is political from Fox. I don't care if it's sports from ESPN. And I don't care if it's business from CNBC. All three are equal. They're a distraction. They pose a danger and risk of taking your mind away from what things are important. But the Bible has no danger but is all value. The news today has no value, but is dangerous. The Bible has no danger and is all value. And that is the book, and that is the information, and that is the news, and that's the good news that we ought to love the most. We will shortly open the pages of Romans chapter 1 to turn light on the dark sexual practices and other dysfunction of the 21st century. The Bible will shed light on the darkness of anthropology, 
sociology, human sexuality, criminology, and the degeneracy of nations from the Word of God. In the second service, in the few minutes we have, we will open the book of Hebrews to turn light on the greatest event in human history, unknown or misapplied by most men. It will shed light on soteriology, that is the doctrine of salvation, sacramentalism, and show that it's wrong, Judeo-Christian antithesis, because Judaism and Christianity are antithetical to each other. Be very careful when you hear someone refer to our Judeo-Christian heritage. If they define it carefully, we'll let it stand. If they don't, it is an antithesis, meaning they're opposites, as Paul used the whole book of Hebrews to teach. Hebrews will turn light on grace uniqueness. The gospel of grace, properly understood from the Bible, is uniquely glorious in that it gives all the glory to the Lord Jesus Christ and salvation through him. Did I say yet that I love the Bible? Amen. Forgive me. I love the Bible. Without the Bible, I have nothing to preach. Without the Bible, I don't know what to do. Without the Bible, I don't know what to believe. Without the Bible, I'm scared and insecure. Without the Bible, I'm subject to the craftiness of men to lead me astray. Without the Bible, I might believe some things in the news today. Without the Bible, I'm lost. But I have the Bible, and you have the Bible, and we have the Bible, and we're Bible Christians. Let us thank the Lord for the living Word of God and for the written Word of God. Almighty God, our Father in heaven, as we have already prayed this morning, Thou art the only true and living God. Thou art the only wise God. There is no God beside Thee. There is no God to be compared to thee. And we thank and we bless thee. We men have already sung this morning that thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. We are not the least offended that we are the objects for thy pleasure, either vessels of wrath to manifest thy power and glory and wrath to the nations and to the universe or vessels of mercy for us to see your glory and grace in Christ Jesus. O Lord God, our Father in heaven, we thank thee for the living word that was made flesh and dwelt among us as men 2,000 years ago in the person of thy only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We thank Thee for Him. Without Him, we are nothing and have nothing but a future of eternal torment that we justly and righteously and fully deserve. But we thank Thee for Him and the hope of eternal life and an inheritance with the saints in light because of what He has done for us by Himself once in the end of the world, putting away our sins by the sacrifice of himself in death. We thank thee for him. 
But, oh, Father, we thank Thee for this written word before us. We thank Thee that we have a light in a dark place, that we can open its pages and see their light that shows us how we ought to think, what we ought to believe, and how we ought to live and move, speak and walk in this world. We thank Thee for the written scriptures. We thank Thee, Holy Father, that You inspired them by about 40 author writers. We thank Thee, O Lord, that You preserved them. And we thank Thee, Heavenly Father, that You have not preserved them so well in their original languages of Hebrew and Chaldean, Aramaic and Greek, but that You have preserved our King James Bibles in our own English tongue. And we thank Thee for that. We thank Thee, Holy Father, that You have given us a desire for Your Word. We thank You that You have led us to men with beautiful feet who have taught us Your Word. We thank You that we have an understanding of it. And, O Lord, we confess that we have not always lived faithful to that understanding. And we pray this day that You will forgive us for ever going against Your Word that you will forgive us for not always retaining our knowledge of thee in our minds. O Lord, forgive us for those hours and those days in which we did not think of thee and thy Son and the righteousness of thy kingdom. Be with us this day. We dedicate everything to thee. Everything. We dedicate our lives and our futures to thee in this world and in the world to come. Be with us this day. Receive our worship, acceptable through Jesus Christ our Lord. Forgive us our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Open the word of God to us. Make it plainer and more powerful than ever before. Convince us of it. Convict us of it. And send us out of this place different, changed, committed to the cause of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's in Jesus' glorious name, the name which is above every name, and before which every knee shall soon bow, that we pray to your honor and glory forever. Amen.